welcome to the Keep Going Podcast, where we encourage, inspire, and transform lives. My name is Judy Perfect, your host and Keep Going Encourager. Welcome to the Keep Going Podcast, where you will find messages to inspire you, to encourage you, and to transform your life. I want to thank you for tuning in today as we continue our power series for the month of April. Now, we started the month off with the power of your words, and then we went to the power of appreciation. And then on last week, we talked about the power of self-awareness, which that particular message will lead us right into today's topic, which is going to be the power of commitment. When we think about commitment, you know, First of all, most of the time people think about the power by commitment in relationships. Starting out, even like in college, you start out, when you start college, you start with the end in mind. You think about what is it that I want to accomplish in two years and four years and five years and so whatever the time is. And so you have a particular career that you have in mind. You have a particular job that you might have in mind. So you start with that commitment that from this day forward, I'm going to do what I need to do in order to accomplish that. Or you might even start a new job where you whereby you, you know, make a commitment that you're going to carry out the responsibilities that you've been hired for. You've been trying to get this particular job or it came your way, whatever the case might be. And it's something that you really want to do. And you, you make a commitment to carry it out, uh, carry out the responsibilities that, in which they hired you. Now, most couples start with a commitment. The decision to be laser focused on that one person and spend the rest of their lives with that person. Whether in sickness and in health, rich or poor, to death do them part. We've heard the vows when someone ends up getting married. And to be truly committed to anyone or to anything, it's really important that you know what it is that you desire. You know, in a relationship, as I was talking about just a few minutes ago, you know, when you're truly committed to someone, uh, when this couple decides, you know, I'm going to be committed to you, there's no one else in the picture, and I'm going to do whatever I need to do in order to prove my love to you. If that means driving across town to see you, if that means flying every weekend from one end of the United States to the other end, then that's what's that that's what if that's what it takes, then that's what I'm gonna do. That is called commitment because I have a desire to prove to this person that I really love them and that I really care for them and I want to be with them. And without a strong desire, you're gonna have challenges getting started and staying focused which is what happens a lot of times, even in relationships, the desire was not strong enough. And so the first little bump in the road in the relationship, the first little bump in the road in the marriage, everybody's better throw in a towel and give up and just move on. But with a strong desire, obstacles are merely challenges that you can overcome because you are committed to a greater cause. Again, I use that same example, dating somebody, driving a distance to see them or rearranging your schedule or you're no longer hanging out with the with the guys or the young ladies that maybe or even old ladies uh, that you used to hang out with. But you are now focused in on that particular person and you want to please that person. You want to get to know that person. So the greater the desire, the less you see the obstacles 
and the more you see challenges as opportunities. You know, Martin Luther King was committed to the cause of equality, and he spent his life fighting for the freedom of others. He didn't allow the many obstacles, and he faced many, but he never allowed them to stop him. He stayed focused because he knew he had a purpose. He came here with a purpose, and he was going to carry it out. He was committed to that, regardless of how many times he got thrown into jail, regardless of how many times he was he was hit, regardless of how many times he was threatened, he kept going because of the fact that he was committed to the cause. And another person that we know, Thomas Edison, was an inventor, as we all know, he tried 10,000 times to refine the light bulb. Yet he said, this is how he looked at it. He said, I have not failed 10,000 times. I've successfully found 10,000 ways that will not work. So he didn't see his obstacles as challenges. He saw them as opportunities. He was committed and he didn't give up. He kept going. Katherine Johnson was committed to her love of mathematics and she overcame the challenges of racism and became instrumental in sending the first American astronaut, who was John Glenn, into orbit around the Earth. She didn't allow racism or any other challenges or any other obstacles to get in her way. She didn't allow them to stop her. She kept going. You know, when you're committed, you're more likely to succeed because you're less likely to give up. Because you become laser-focused with a refusal to just give up. Galatians 6, 9 says that, And let us not grow weary while doing good, for in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. W.H. Mary said, Until one is committed, there is a hesitancy, the chance to draw back, always ineffectiveness. I want to talk a little bit about what are some commitment hindrances? What are some of the things that hinder your commitment? What are those things that might get in the way of you uh, running the race and, and, and finishing the course? So one is a lack of clarity of purpose. Sometimes we don't know what it is that we should be doing or where what direction we're going in. And it's just simply not being clear of what you've been called to do or even what it is that you desire to do. Then there's a lack of persistence. It's a hindrance to commitment. And that's being able to go past the pain, the battles, and the obstacles. You're persistent. You're going to get up every day, and you're going to be moving toward your goal. You're going to be working on what it is that you've outlined. You're not going to waste time. Uh, you're going to be persistent. You're going to keep it in the forefront of your mind and so that you can carry out that commitment in which or whatever it is, the purpose that you have, you can go ahead and carry it out to completion. And then there is just a lack, it could be a lack of grit. And what is a lack of grit? And that's just having the ability that I call it the stick to itness, being able to stick with something. Uh, you, you make a decision that this is what you're going to do. You lay it out. But then the first time uh, you get the slightest little hindrance, then you want to give up. It's, you know, for some people, it's very easy at this point to just throw in the towel at the first hint that maybe you're going to have to put in a few more hours than what you thought you were going to have to put in. Or maybe you need to wake up a little bit earlier than what you thought you were going to have to uh, have to wake up. And so 
at the first hint that you're going to have to put some, some work into this commitment, then you decide, you know what? It's just not worth it. I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm no, I'm not, I'm not up for this right now. And so you throw in the towel on your commitment. And then there's this fear of failure. We've all heard the Abraham Lincoln story about how many times he failed when he was trying to be elected uh, into uh, office. How many times, even in the midst of this, the the nervous breakdown of his wife and just all sorts of things that happened. But you know what? He did not give up. He did not let fear of failure stop his commitment. And of course, we all know that he went on to be president of the United States. And he has a quote. He has a quote that says, my great concern is not whether you have failed, but whether you are content with your failure. Is it much easier? Is that your comfort zone that when you fail, it's like, you know, it's okay. That's what I figured was going to happen. Or the expectations that maybe everybody else had of you that, you know what, they're not going to carry through with it. They're not going to finish, you know, the task, you know, it'll be they'll be done with it here, you know, in a minute because they're not going to go through and do what it calls for. So he says, my great concern is not whether you have failed because we all have failed in some respect in our lives and we will continue to do so. But you don't have to be content with your failure. You just get up and you keep going. Now, what are some commitment builders? What can actually strengthen your ability to carry out your commitment. Well, first, having a definite purpose. Martin Luther King knew his purpose. He had his eye on the prize. He had a dream, and we still see the impact of his dream and his purpose to this day. Then you want to have a definite plan. Thomas Edison had a plan, and he tried 10,000 ways until his plan worked. He did not give up on the plan that he had laid out. You also need a positive mindset. Before we can do anything, we must have our mind, our thoughts in the right place. If not, it's too easy to procrastinate. I can tell you that from my own experience. It's too easy to procrastinate. It's too easy to get distracted, to give up. It becomes too easy to allow uh, outside forces and outside voices to get into our heads telling us, hey, you might as well just give up, you know, just go ahead and give in or just throw in a towel. You know, you really, you should have known that, that that was too much for you to do in the first place. So we've got to have a positive mindset because that positive mindset is what's going to keep us going. That positive mindset is going to be able to help us to walk through those tough times. Romans 12, 2 says that it tells us to do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and his perfect will. Now, we have the ultimate example of commitment. If you just really need an example of what it means to be committed, we have that in Jesus Christ. You know, he was born with purpose. He came here to save us. He was committed. His intentions were fixed and he completed his commitment through his death and resurrection. For three years, he was focused. He overcame obstacles and challenges because he knew and was committed to his purpose. He was committed to do the work of the father. He said he was about his father's business and he did not allow anyone 
the Pharisees or the Sadducees get in his way because he knew why he had come. He knew what he had to do and he knew what the end result of it because he had his eyes on that goal. He had had his eyes on the prize of what was going, that he was going to be going to sit at the right hand of the father. You know, this is a good time to ask the question of yourself. What am I committed to? Is this a good time to review and or even renew your commitments? Are you saved and satisfied? Are you retired and resting? Is there a cause that is calling for your commitment? Because there is power in commitment. And the good thing is, the good news is that we don't have to do it alone because we have the power of the Holy Spirit with us and in us. You know, I just finished listening to a song that my daughter just shared with me, and it was titled More Than Able by Elevation Worship. And it simply says that God is more than able, and he is. Paul says that he's able to do exceeding abundantly more than we can ask or think according to the power that works in us. Now, you might be thinking that you are too young to even think about a commitment or even to think about what your purpose is. You might even say you're too old. You might even say, listen, my time has gone past me and I'm just, you know, not I don't even feel the need to try to think about being committed to anything. I'm just going to be committed to looking at my TV shows every day, maybe taking a walk or whatever. I don't know what the case might be, but you might be thinking that that there's nothing that's left there for you to be committed to. But there is. In fact, there is a quote that I have in the conclusion of my book. Keep going because life goes on. And the message is a quote from Dr. Martin Luther King's words from his speech. What is your life's blueprint? It's a good question for us to all ask ourselves. What is our life's blueprint? When you look back on your life, what does that blueprint look like? When you look forward, what do, how do you want that blueprint to look? But this is how the quote goes. He says, well, life of none of us has been a crystal stair, but we must keep going, keep moving. We must keep going. If you can't fly, run. If you can't run, walk. If you can't walk, crawl, but by all means, keep moving. I'm going to say that one more time. Well, life for none of us has been a crystal stair, but we must keep moving. We must keep going. If you can't fly, run. If you can't run, walk. If you can't walk, crawl, but by all means, keep moving. My prayer is that you will seek your purpose today and that you will commit your plans to the Lord, as Solomon says in Proverbs, and that he will cause them to succeed. That's all he asks us to do is to commit to him and he will take care of the rest. We don't even have to worry about it. So it's my prayer today that this message has inspired you, that this message has encouraged you. And for some of us, maybe your life will be transformed because of it. So I want to thank you again for tuning in to the Keep Going Podcast. Don't forget, please share this message with someone else. And don't forget also, 
If you've not signed up or if you know someone else would like to sign up for the weekly encouraging emails, please go to www.keepgoingcoach.com. And I will see you on next week. And I pray that you have a very blessed week. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Keep Going Podcast. I trust you have been encouraged, inspired, and transformed today. I'm Judy Burpick, and I'm your Keep Going Coach. Make sure you visit me at keepgoingcoach.com. And remember to always keep going.